Nah, Mark and Ryan, tonight's episode is definitely not going to suck. Ah, uh, music. That was like the count. Yeah. Yeah, that was the count. Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Mm. Then I'll do it as Dracula as a team. Music. podcast where we are going to watch every single movie released by new world pictures every single one (laughs) i say it every time and then sometimes it really feels like wow (laughs) the weight of it all uh i'm ryan with me as always is mark this might be my last episode (laughs) and erica richie 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 ryan mark have you seen richie not gonna look for him but has anyone seen him richie richie i won't leave this porch but do call out at your name i'm not gonna yell any louder either richie (laughs) that's right and you are we are right in the thrust of vampiral this is our month-long celebration of the uh movie vamp released by new world pictures but who knew? Literally, no one knew. <laughs> but I found another movie released by New World Pictures that also has Vamp in the title. And I'm talking about 1989's Teen Vamp. High School USA. A time of personal achievement. Teen spirit. And sucking face. A world where Murphy Gilcrease... Mr. Gilcrease? ...has never belonged. He's overworked. Over-anxious. Hey, Cody! And underloved. Me? Go out with you? Of course not, silly. <laughs> A young man with nowhere to go but down. Guys like that have been pushing around guys like me for a long time, but no more, buddy. Until one night, he got the right idea with the wrong woman. Relax. And now, Murphy Gilcrease is Teen Vamp. (laughs) Suddenly, he's not just a student. He's a stud. Boys will be boys. The girls love him. Would you like for me to take off my clothes? The boys hate him. He bit me. The parents just don't understand him. I think he's possessed. Possessed? (laughs) 
vampire like um, Dracula. I mean, big, burly, beasty boogeyman. Team Vamp, the story of a boy with a hunger for life. Anybody's. I've got a date. Wow. <laughs> they doubled down wow. on that sound effect. That sound effect is not in the movie either. Spoiler, no, everybody. No, just not the at all. They saved it just for the trailer. What an incredible trailer. You, <laughs> I am without words right now. Yeah. But before, if you heard that trailer and you're like, oh, I'm going to go check this out. I encourage you to spend time with your family. <laughs> well, it, it, this, this the trailer does not exactly represent the movie Mm-mm. which is not the first time Mm-mm. it's ever happened in trailers so but yes 1989's teen vamp brought to you by vague 1950s nostalgia <laughs> remember the 50s some time-ish after the korean war when they sold Coca-Cola and bottles, or was it paper cups? <laughs> the great part of vague 1950s nostalgia is that you don't need to remember it well. All you need to remember is that it was the best decade ever, even if what you're remembering could be the early 60s. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the mid-80s, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, like, uh, styles that you're like, huh, that will hmm. Okay, yeah. interesting. Now, I do remember in the 80s, there was sort of a nod to the 50s in the, the, the styles at the time. So, it, But well, many it, of the I haircuts, mean, many of the clothes. Peg are pants and stuff, I guess. Peg pants but... and, and, and even like wingtip shoes and things like that. But yeah, yeah. A, a lot of the look here is 80s, not 50s. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. very. It's fifties on a on a very low budget. They're really trying. But in any case, this is written and directed by former Rams quarterback Samuel Bradford. Uh, <laughs> really? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Well, I that's thought what that, that like, there was another. There were, they had another quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, he uh, he wrote and directed this, and then he would go on to write 1992's "Where the Red Fern Grows" Part Two, <laughs> which he wrote for director Jim McCullough Jr., who produced this movie and mm-hmm. wrote a couple movies. New World did also released "Mountaintop Motel Massacre" and yeah. "The Aurora Encounter." Which his dad, Jim McCullough Sr., directed. I can't wait for us to watch that one. <laughs> I've That's one I've seen. And it is a treat. <laughs> uh, to be clear, you're talking about the Aurora Counter, right? So, yes, yes. yes. Mountaintop, yes. Mountaintop Motel Massacre we own. I think Vinegar Syndrome oh, did. Oh, yes. A, a yeah, they, re- Vinegar Syndrome did the disc. Yeah, yeah. Yep. This stars Clue Gulliger. How on earth did Clue Gulliger end up in this movie? Clue Gulliger. <laughs> One of Erica's <laughs> favorite names. Oh, I love that name. The recently passed uh, Clue mm-hmm. Gulliger. See? Yep, I can't That's do it. Right. Yep. Now I'm in the trap. I'm in the, I'm in the name trap. Wasn't the first time you heard that. Clue Gulliger. People will re- recognize him from a variety of projects, including Return of the Living Dead and the Feast movies, mm-hmm. or going all the way back to the 1960s TV show The Virginian. He was also a 1986 Hunter's Blood for Concord and New World Pictures. 
who mm. released the film in the Netherlands. Mm. Okay. And uh, was doing a, a lot of television at the time, as well as a few movie roles in... He was also in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Yes, yes. And The Hidden and The Uninvited yeah. as well, which yeah. he did around this time. Uh, where you can watch this, if you've never seen Teen Vamp, and chances are high you haven't. <laughs> in fact, I should just say it right now. Thank you for clicking play on this because I am certain you didn't never have heard of Team Vamp and you were like, what? A lot. So thank they you think for being it's Vamp and we just made a mistake. <laughs> right. I, I, right. I'm going to say the over just... under is 25% of people are like, no, they mean Vamp. I know yeah, what they are talking about. It's Vampral, right? So they mean, this right. is for they Vamp, mean Vamp, right? They just yeah. put Teen in there for no good reason. Uh, the place to watch this is our YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you unless you want to buy a VHS copy, which is what I did, and then I put that copy up onto YouTube, that's the only place you can watch this. So you want to stream it, if you're interested, that's the place to go. Otherwise, this is uh, one of those lost films, if you will. Uh, so now that you know where you can f- watch this movie online, let's talk about what this movie is about. Mark. What's Teen Vamp about? Um, it's about being a teen vamp, but not a vamp teen. In other words, you're a teen first. <laughs> you're a vampire second. You're still going to have to put up with all the same shit every teenager does. Be home at 1030. <laughs> Man, I don't want to live under your rules. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I have Tough to shit. drink blood for a living. Just, hey, that's on you. You That's right. Be home at ten thirty and pick up your room. <laughs> Keep it clean. Keep it clean in there, vamp. Erica, what's this movie about? Uh, it was about obviously, like Mark said, being a teen vamp. But also, my big takeaway was that um, some people are really turned on by haunted houses. I guess I didn't realize that. Um, I always found haunted houses scary. I never personally right. felt particularly mm-hmm. sexy in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, nor mm-hmm. have I ever really been in the mood by seeing a mattress without a sheet on it. Yeah. That too yeah. is a real yeah. deal yeah. breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I learned a lot about myself really watching it. You know, really it was kind of a, it was a, it was it was did you learn about yourself or did you learn about other people like the fact that other people are turned on by these things that was was that a reality that you yeah i learned about that that's what turns them on and that is what turns me off so <laughs> right if right you know someone's looking to turn me on burn some sage put a sheet on the bed <laughs> you're looking to turn me off then I guess behead two children in my sheetless bed. I guess that's that's what I learned. <laughs> I, I, you bring up a great point. It's all about the optics. Because yeah. when you go stay in a hotel room, you know a ton of people have slept on that. And mm-hmm. probably more than a few of them have had sex on it. Mm-hmm. But seeing it in the context of a hotel room, you're completely fine laying down and sleeping on it. And mm-hmm. maybe getting romantic. But when you see a, a just a mattress, could be the same brand could be the same age, in an mm-hmm. abandoned home. Mm-hmm. It's suddenly very different. I won't, even, I won't even lay on it. 
Yeah. I'm Friday, like, no, 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 yes. no. I wouldn't even no, sit on it for a no, minute. No, no, no. Yeah. Just to like sit not go and near think that. or talk. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, nope, <laughs> not sitting on that. But it's if someone said, bed. we just pulled that from your room at the Marriott, I'd be like, well. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not sitting on it now, though. <laughs> now it's I'm been sullied. Sheet on it. <laughs> yep, put a sheet on it. Maybe I'll sit on it, but <laughs> in a mattress cover, too, you animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all true, and I agree with that. But for me, I found it was pretty amazing. I didn't know a magnifying glass can make a handy substitute for glasses. <laughs> now you know. You know? Now you it's know. Like a giant monocle, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Just one you have to hold in your hand. It's not one that it's yeah. gonna, you're going to be able to yeah. put in your... You can't even like close your eye around it. You know, you're just going to have to hold it. Yeah. (laughs) This was the 50s, Ryan, not the 1920s. God. (laughs) Yeah, the 50s, they said, screw this monocle. We don't need it. We'll hold the monocle. That's how we've evolved. (laughs) We made it bigger and more awkward to use. Um, Here's the letterbox synopsis. Cool, Um, goody. Oh, this is going to be exciting. We are on letterbox, so find us there. Give us a follow. An unimpressive, boring high school geek, so far so true. Okay, tracking. Is bitten and contracts vampirical symptoms. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. We're not done. We're not done. Transforming Uh. him into a confident Coolio. Coolio? <laughs> oh, oh wow yeah wow yeah wow. yeah okay. uh this was written by uh, a this is written by somebody who's like in their early 20s at best and they were like right this movie is about the 50s they're like oh but i don't know what do they they become a coolio <laughs> that's, a, that's how people that what they said in the, in the 50s? 50s coolio yeah sure a confident coolio Either that or somebody who just happened to be listening to Coolio. I mean, (laughs) the chances are the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, By the way, I I take some umbrage, too, with the fact that he is uh, a geek. I guess he's a geek in the sense of, like, he's not popular. Because we started this movie out with our main character, Murphy. Murphy Gilcrease. (laughs) Just rolls off the tongue. It's a mouthful. Um, with him stating it wasn't easy being a teenager, smack dab in the Bible Belt, especially if you were different. And then it shows him doing homework. Do, <laughs> by different, does he just mean smart? Or I know he's doing homework. He has a job. I mean, yeah, he seems so to like, own his own car. Yeah, like oh, that weirdo. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, his, he's doing pretty well. The 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 girl that he's attracted to or he has a crush on she's made out to be like you know the the, the prettiest girl in school yet sure. she's wearing the exact same color sweater that he is so <laughs> right right, right. Yeah. Like, and she laughs at the idea of dating him but i'm like i mean i don't know you're not that far apart i feel like <laughs> right seeing exactly. you both on screen yeah i don't know <laughs> Exactly. It's plus it's, the guy uh, who plays her boyfriend is approximately forty-eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> he was the coolest and oldest guy in school. A real confident coolio, some would say. 
multivitamin. (laughs) Hey, take my vitamins. That's not the right age centrum. I need need silver. Centrum silver. Come on. (laughs) And also, he's not exactly smart either. He doesn't know anything about the female reproductive system. He doesn't even answer the question that he's asked in class. I know he's made fun of, but... He is not the prototypical nerd. But, no. you know, he's, they play him off. Like, first of all, one thing that he can't do is organize papers. They are just <laughs> no. falling out of his no. hand. It drove yeah. me nuts. I'm like, just, just take take one minute to just give him a little tap on the table. They'll be yeah. all stuck together nice. Mm-hmm. And you can carry them without dropping them all over the hallway, which he never turns around and goes and picks them up. I don't know uh, yeah, why he, he just carries leaves papers them. then. He leaves them there. He's like, done with those papers. They fell out of my hand. What am I going to do? They're done. I'm done with them now. (laughs) They're dead to me Imagine just (laughs) abandoning something you dropped. (laughs) Just being Being like, forget it. it. Forget it. What is it? (laughs) Is it like a pistol? Like in women in cages? Once you get a bigger gun, you have the pistol. You just toss the pistol. You don't need it. The video game theory. I don't need this anymore. I've got new papers. I got more papers over here. I'll find papers later. I don't need these old papers. I got bigger papers over here. Yeah. I got to get mm-hmm. rid of some of my inventory so I can add new things to the inventory. <laughs> if I combine these papers in this book, I can have a new weapon. <laughs> thick book. Just thick cutting, all a the thick cutting book. Yeah. Killing all the villains with my thick book. One way that Murphy is different, though is that he's not aware that standing in front of people while selling concessions means they cannot see the game. (laughs) Right, right, right. Also, he's just standing in one spot, and it's not like he's servicing anyone. No. I don't understand what his strategy is there. He's not in the aisle either. I'm just different. different. I'm just Just different. different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By the way, Murphy is played by... He's credited as Bo Bishop. Uh, he had appeared in a few TV shows prior to this, such as Different Strokes and Mama's Family. And after this film, he becomes an English teacher and he moves to the former Czechoslovakia in 1992. And he uh, teaches English and he continued te- uh, teaching English around the world and is now an author oh, wow. going by what I assume is his given name, George Bishop Jr. Oh, wow. All so right. that's what he does, does now. Does he still feel different and out of place? Because he moved to foreign countries <laughs> and was like, no I idea. still feel different. He lived all over the place. I guess maybe he felt more the same with out there. <laughs> he felt sure. more uh, a part of the community. I was just going to say, so this movie essentially starts not too different from Karate Kid. Yes. He's got well, a crush uh, on the he girl. But he hasn't moved to a new town uh, or moved across country, but... True, but he's got a crush on the girl, and the girl's uh, she's attracted to the jock, and he's he asks her out, and she says no. She laughs in his face, and right. I don't know, maybe and then he starts learning time, karate, but... and then <laughs> yeah, the karate said, teacher right, like right. becomes like a father but figure. In this case, Mister Mira- Mister Miyagi is played by Patricia Morrison as a hooker in a brothel. Right? <laughs> is that how? <laughs> Sorry, you Patricia, can cut that part Patricia, out. No, no. <laughs> No, nope. no, no! You're stuck. Patricia Morrison, who is a mem- was a member of the Sisters of Mercy, in their second album, Floodland. Someone, someone, someone just heard will that. Was get like, that. Oh yeah, got Someone's that joke. Get that. And you are a hundred percent right that she looks 
exactly like Patricia Morrison. I want to know the Venn diagram of someone who knows Patricia Morrison and also has seen Teen Vamp. <laughs> Who's in that middle? I think it's you and me. Yeah, you found it. You're, you're the Venn diagram. Eric is not even in the Venn diagram. She's nope. out of the Venn diagram. Yep. She's only on the side that has oh. seen Teen Vamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. man. Yeah, that's me. Um, Murphy learns about uh, going to see Patricia Morrison, the Patricia Morrison <laughs> uh, prostitute, because uh, uh, of his mom, who just happens to mention that there is a prostitute down the street. Who uh, His mom is played by Karen Carlson of Black Oak Conspiracy fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also in New World's very first movie, The Student Nurses. Oh, okay. And in the Chuck Norris movie, The Octagon. Oh. Oh, oh wow. And then uh, she ended up in Teen Vamp. And then apparently liked this group because she also appears in Where the Red Fern Grows Part 2. <gasps> oh, where the dogs come back as zombies. <laughs> No, what is the where? What is part two about? I don't know. Well, dug up those dogs, pumped some life into them. Well, I don't. I don't. They're alive. The puppies, I guess, of the other dogs. I guess that's. I guess I don't know. I I can't. I couldn't watch it because the first one's just so sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the mom, though, is like a comedic character, though. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, Yes. But it takes a long time before the you you it registers that this is meant to be a comedy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it plays it very straight, mm-hmm. and yep. very boring for like the first twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and twenty five plus, plus. <laughs> and you're like, what is yeah. like you're being generous with that twenty? Erica was very and it's much not like, until what is happening. Nothing is happening. I said right. that many times. Nothing's happening. Though once things start to happen. It, it don't, it, da, 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 da. no, it does not get good. Stop. No, it doesn't. It doesn't get good. It, it doesn't gets get good, but ridiculous. it gets interesting. It, well, Mark, it gets, did you look hard? Because maybe that was the problem. You weren't looking hard enough. And you you got to look for Richie. I was you looking for Richie. You didn't see when it got really good. You got to look a little hard. To re, You got to really concentrate. Yeah. And then you can see everything. Mm-hmm. Including what's up in that attic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but so he goes, he finds out about this brothel. He goes out there, uh, meets up with Patricia Morrison, uh, who then. And as soon as he meets her, he pays her in change. Did you notice that? Totally. Oh, the sound editing of this movie is horrendous. (laughs) It's so bad. And it's at times it is the funniest part of the movie. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. There's a scene when the mom and the minister uh, and the minister is trying to exercise the demon out of yes. out of yeah. out of Team oh, yeah. body. Oh yeah, and he's scree- He's yelling, and at the same volume level is the sound of birds. But oh, they're yes. indoors, and oh, it's yes. the sound of like birds you'd hear in a park at oh, the yeah. same level. No, uh, it's, what the, is happening? The, the first scene when the, when Clue Gulliger shows up as the priest, uh, he and he meets the mom. We have this clip. There's been absolutely no changes, Martha, at all since the stroke. Oh, none whatsoever. And he doesn't understand anything we're saying right now. And got the brains of a turnip. 
But that's not why I called you. I called about Murphy. About Murphy? Mm -hmm. You want to talk about Murphy? I did. I'm sorry. I didn't understand that, Martha. I haven't seen Murphy in, oh, I don't know how long. Now, for, for anyone listening to that, they're in the living room of a they're house. Inside. They're not in a park. <laughs> they're not in a park. They're not outside just having a chit-chat. They're in a living room of Murphy's house. Maybe they just had a lot of caged what? wild birds. I don't know. Maybe there were that just we never see. Several never wild see. caged see. birds. Never see them. Never see a single caged bird. Yeah. But it is a menagerie. Of wild birds <laughs> it's in the living room. So, see, that's very happy wild I birds. Definitely needed that scene because it was like this movie's. You know, you're like, mm, I don't know, and then you see that scene, you're like, okay, okay, I'm yeah, like, I, okay. Where is this going now? We clearly needed some background noise for that scene, and they decided to go with the nature setting. I don't know. They ran I, out of music. I don't what. I don't know what happened. But once uh, Murphy becomes a vampire, you think, is this going to be pretty hilarious? Like, he's going to be cool, like Teen Wolf or something? Uh, no, he's going to become an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's right. going to become but an before... asshole, and he's going to be good at lifting things up, I guess, by the neck, Maybe. mostly. <laughs> Maybe. Or the ears. That's, or the ears. Right. Oh, no, that's, 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 that's the That's That's Bucky, the... Yeah. the a high school football quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 48-year-old uh, football yes. player. The 48-year-old oh high school God. quarterback. He's so No, but old. he does get the I, I assume like the it's the I when you become a vampire, as many of these movies will will demonstrate, you get the the vampire apparel kit of yep. cool glasses, yep. cool glasses, <laughs> cool jacket, pleather cool jacket, pants, a pleather jacket. <laughs> With an elastic seam, which you wouldn't have in the fifties, but again, you this wouldn't is have a, a, that pleather jacket either. You wouldn't have, you would a, have a pleather, a, right. actual leather jacket, which he does not right. have. Uh, and and cool jeans, um, but he and he got obviously the 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 TJ Maxx vampire apparel kit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's cool ish, and uh, those clothes just happen to be lying around anyway. Yeah. Um, so he, he comes had those out. the whole time, or just that's as soon as he, you know, you just right. wake up and they just are on you. Yeah. Well, no, they give them to you when you become a vampire. Like before he left the brothel, she was like, whoa, 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 whoa hold on. I have something for you. Well, Open you were it able when you to, get home. In this movie, the vampire rules are very different, and vampires in this film are able to teleport. Yeah. So he clearly teleported himself yeah. to a TJ Maxx or whatever and got himself. <laughs> right. His vampire clothes. I also just want to really be sure that we're very clear on this. We keep saying brothel, but it's just a junky motel. It's a motel, yes. With a <laughs> bar. It, with a bar attached. Yeah. It's right. a very Like a junky motel. Junky mm-hmm. motel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's just, you know. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Hap- it happens to have ladies for hire in the bar. Yes. Right. Yes. But beds that I would sit on. Probably. Well, there's sheets. Right. So. right. There's sheets. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's the allure of cleanliness or the illusion, I'd say, the illusion of clean- cleanliness. I think them. we also have to mention this important detail in that when he is on his way to this motel brothel, in the car with him is his best friend, who also looks right. like he is 48. Yeah. And right. Right. just playing a high school student. 
And they're mean to each other, but they're also best friends. Yeah. And he's going to wait in the car while Murphy is with this woman. And then he's next. Well, Murphy says that he was going to sweet talk her that uh, he would move. He would go quickly and his friend could jump in for immediately afterwards. Right. Which I, which I was like, I don't, I, I've had a lot of good friends in my life, but that one might be, that, that would, that would be a stretch for me. But one well, thing <laughs> is it like such a small town too that there's only one lady? Right. <laughs> well, I, I they're doing it because of the cost and because right. they can only have enough. Ugh, the charming fifties. Oh, <laughs> friends, the right. friends just uh, shared everything. Then didn't that's they? right. Cute. And her her whole look is straight out of 1985. Oh, yeah, totally. She's teased not even hair, trying. Teased hair. That's why she <clears> looks yeah. like Patricia Morrison. I mean, she looks exactly. I mean, she does look like a 50s version. Of Patricia Morrison. She looks like Patricia Morrison straight out of the Lucretia My Reflection <laughs> music video. Um, but <laughs> oh, that Venn diagram. That Venn diagram. It keeps getting smaller. Just, I was going to um, say, did it just, just get smaller? Little, it's getting tighter in here, Mark. <laughs> he gets, so Murph gets back in the car and his friend, and they discuss the fact that he's now become a vampire. Mm-hmm. And his friend is very quick to accept that he's now a vampire. Very Which quick, you think, yes. okay, that's kind of funny. But everyone in this movie is very quick to accept he's a vampire. In fact, nobody's scared of vampires in this movie. Right, that's the Teen Wolf, the most Teen Wolf thing that they pull from it, is that like once the secret's out, which the secret is barely, it's not even ever revealed. I think it's revealed literally when he gets in a fight with Bucky and ends up biting him in the arm. And you can hear with all, there's a bunch of people surrounding them and you can hear some ADR line in the background going, he's a vampire. (laughs) But that's as much as anyone ever says it publicly. In fact, I have this clip because it's a a fight. This is the sound of just to set it up for people listening. This is a fight. It's a, it's a, not just a fight between two people. Uh, What's the name of the football player again? Sorry. Bucky. Bucky has brought Bucky his Ryder. friends. <clears throat> Bucky Ryder, the name of a porn star. So Bucky <laughs> Ryder brings his friends and they gang up on Murph to beat the shit out of him. And yeah. this is the sound of that fight. There he is. He's a vampire. Yeah. And then... Where's Murphy? Evidently he teleports. But you don't see that. And you just hear this. And then all of a sudden... What happened to you? He bit me. That's the the sound of the whole fight. That including yeah. that long silence where he evidently teleported. They don't really explain that he can teleport, and he's he they don't they don't show him teleport. He's just gone, and so that that pause is just they kept the shot on everyone just standing up. Yeah. Well, the you do know that they can teleport because Patricia Morrison, when she's after she has bitten Murphy his best friend comes in and she just disappears. She's up against the wall and she disappears. So, right. But they don't show Murphy also disappear. 
No. Hmm. He just you just have a crowd surrounding him and covering up where he might be, and then they just you just see them stand up and you never see him disappear. Well, Erica was pointing out the fact like in earlier in the film when Murphy goes to that like party at the beach. Yeah, to the bonfire. The bonfire, mm-hmm. like there's they have a crowd, but some of the crowd is like people with their kids. Yeah. There so- are actual <laughs> adults there. So like this when is, they pan through right. the crowd, there's a guy with like sort of a mullet and a mustache who turns, who's easily 37 years old, if not <laughs> yeah. older. And then a lady with a whole, like, holding a little kid's hand. And I'm like, so yeah, are, but- there, are there full-blown families at this teen bonfire? Yes, this is the South. It's a family affair. You gather up everybody. <laughs> right. You're all I going guess. to the moon tower. It's all we're all gonna hang out. <laughs> right. That is uh this town's like uh Matthew McConaughey character where he's like, I just hang around the high school, yeah. got my wife, my son. <laughs> what are you guys up to? I'm excited about the football team, Bucky. <laughs> so he infects Bucky Ryder. Yeah. Bucky Ryder then infects the Jan the ma- maintenance guy yeah maintenance school? janitor guy mm-hmm. but before we get there oh when bucky is a vampire <laughs> were when you aware turning. were you aware that this movie was gonna have this much man butt in it no <laughs> so much butt it's only one butt it's, it's his butt no, or is it because as we see Bucky's in the shower and he's mm-hmm. leaning up against the wall. He's having one of those showers. Yeah. Leaning up against the wall, but you can see his whole butt. But when they do a close-up to sort of show the bite marks in his arm, but also is next to his butt, the butt is very hairy. <laughs> I was like, did very. they do a different butt? And just try to do that close butt. up. I think it's the same butt. I think it's the same butt. It's just you get to see the butt hair because we're up close now. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I wondered if they had to do. I would not. It would not shock me that they had to shoot this scene later, and they had to have somebody A stunt butt be the stunt butt. <laughs> also, also, maybe I missed something. Uh, but they show in the fight that he bites. He bites him on the arm. He bites him on the arm. But they didn't show him, like, go into his crotch and try to bite his butthole. Where did the bite marks next to, like, on his upper thigh right below his butt cheek come from? No, it's not on his butt cheek. It's on his arm. And his it, arm is oh, next. It's, it's his it looked arm. to me like it was his upper thigh. Oh. I was like, when did... That's why he teleported out of there. He's so like, wait. I'm out. I just, I just want to be really but clear. He bit him you, in the butt. You noticed... I've not seen that in a vampire film, and I accept. I also just... I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to seem contrary here, but you noticed on a VHS rip, but then thought a wrist bite was, was an upper thigh, nearly butt bite. Just, just being real clear. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just, you know, VHS affects us all differently, you know? Um, yeah, I guess so. so. Uh, oh. Yeah, well, that explains things. So thank you, because I was very, <laughs> I, was, I was like, boy, they must have cut that scene out of this movie. That would have made things more interesting. Oh man, I would have loved funny. to see the scene where Murphy bites him in the ass, <laughs> turn him into a vampire. That would have been, that would have been terrific. <clears throat> yeah, there eventually, because he is a vampire, he gets Connie suddenly interested in him. So they go on a date. And once they go on this date, we learn of Connie's backstory, 
which is disturbing. <laughs> I started right. to wonder, were Connie's parents worried about her going out with this young man, Murphy, or were they worried about Murphy going out with Connie? They <laughs> seem really to have good no issue with Murphy. The dad hands him the keys to the car. He mouth kisses the mom. He walks in, mouth kisses the mom. He gives Richie a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Richie's maybe six or seven years old. And what's so funny is they're trying to show him how cool he is now that he's a vampire. And then the dad goes, hey, it's a school night. How late are you going to be at back? And he says, oh, uh, we'll be back whatever time you like. I'm like, what? what is this wild shift in tone where you come in like a badass, kiss the man's wife, give a cigarette to his, his young son, and then be like, well, we'll be back like around 10 p.m., sir. Like, yeah. What's happening 10 30. And she tries. Yeah. She says, no, we'll be home at 10, at, at 12 30. And he says, we'll be back whenever you want us back. Yeah. 30. Then we'll be back at 10.30. I guess it's supposed to. he's supposed to be hypnotizing them in some way. Because then he asks for the keys to the car and he gets them. I don't know the rules of vampires in this one. I do know. <laughs> Neither do I. There are but, stakes, but it doesn't matter where exactly you put it. And then, or it does, but it doesn't. The holy water doesn't work. Uh we don't know if garlic works because that gets screwed up because she the yeah. mom just puts they onions all over the place. They seem to have healing and regeneration powers that, too. That so. tracks. That that tracks. Oh, all they right. put the the, oh, the tele- oh, oh, all right. <laughs> they've got they've got baptismal water, which isn't necessarily holy water, right? Which I know that's right. supposed to be played for fun, but it's right, like okay, but what's the rule here? Right. Um. That's but yeah. He, I, you know, I don't know. They they play a little loose. They are like they do go back to like if you kill the head vampire, everyone goes back to normal. We all learn this in the Lost Boys, so they do follow I, that rule. And I guess maybe that rule is also in Dracula. That seems to be the book they all go to to learn vampire rules. But if you get a stake into your stomach, it doesn't just heal itself, right? Apparently, like, it does. Will- it but does in the end. That doesn't seem to track with me. In the end, I still yeah. think that you are like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not a vampire. Thank God. But, oh, I'm going to die. Because you put a stake in my stomach. But I'm bleeding out of my stomach. And <laughs> right. my stomach acid is leaving my yeah. body. Yeah. yeah. And burning my beef. skin. I had the yeah. same beef with that. I was like, wait, shouldn't she have... Shouldn't she be dead? And We're, shouldn't Murphy be suffering from a stomach wound right now? And why are they also always putting the steaks in the stomach? I don't. I don't know. Under, yeah, I don't understand make any sense that. at all. It never except, made sense. except that it was probably easier to do, film, yeah, filming right. wise. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. a question I have for you though. Going, taking two steps back about who's the real? Is it Murph? Is is it Murphy the one that you don't want to have her going out on a date with, or vice versa? If you. I, I, and this is a question for the two of you. Ooh, if okay. you uh, you finally got that date with someone that you've ha- you've been crushing on for a long time, and you know it's imminent that you're going to close the deal, you're finally it's it's gonna it's romance is about to happen. But before that happens, they tell the story about the time the neighbor cat ate their fish, mm-hmm. and so they proceeded to light the cat on fire. Yep. Would you still go through with the romantic part and be like, we're just going to skip over that because I've had my eyes on the prize for so long, I can't stop now? Or would you Would you be like, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe this isn't going to work. 
Well, that's a great question. I'm going to have to answer it because you're talking about this in terms of high school me. Were you were you in high school when you were in your 30s? <laughs> as as all the participants in this movie were? <laughs> right. Think um, of it that way. Yes, you're in high school, but you're also 31 years old. <laughs> <laughs> right. So life's gone well. <laughs> I'm what? Going back to high school trying to earn my dad's trust back and get control of the company? <laughs> nice. Billy, Billy, Billy. Um, I mean, because I think high school me, I, I, was, I would be like, no, I, my, my instant reaction is, of course not. But I'm like, high school me? Would high school me who who did not understand what girls I liked and that they were not right for me a lot. Like would I have totally called it off then. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I ever got that far with a girl in school. <laughs> so I don't, I never had to answer that question. So I, I think as I started to ask, date more in college to, to divulge all of your, yeah, your, we're getting deep. We're getting deep. That's what Team Vamp requires. It requires you to get felt, into your, you know, go deep. I felt like this was a yes or no question. <laughs> <laughs> Simple yes or no. For me, it's a no. For me, it's a no. I would. It's, you, a, no. it's a no. Okay. Yeah. Would I would I keep going if if oh, a dude was yeah. like, so I lit a cat on fire? I'd be like, I have to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay. Yeah. I'd like to say question. no. Also, second I'd question. like to point out. Erica also pointed out. When she talks about this, she says, I did this and I started seeing a counselor seven years ago, which means she also did this roughly in fifth grade. Yeah. Right. And that's if she right. says she's a senior in high school. I went right. backwards seven years. Yeah. So as a fifth grader, she lit a cat on fire. So yeah, <laughs> right. that's a definite no. <laughs> okay. Seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's say you get over that hurdle. Second question. Pit tat? Yes or no? Oh, mm-mm. I had a lot of issues with that. Yep. No, we're not. We're not into things I hated, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, thank you. For me, I didn't understand the significance of the rose armpit. Was it like? Was it like a sniff me situation? Was it like a? Was I it? Just... I was trying. My first thought was when I first I watched this twice. So my first watch through, I was like, so "Is that sorry. just? Is that just to hide the tattoo from her parents? Maybe that's the way I took it." But the second time through, I just went, "I don't even care if that's your excuse. That's just a terrible place to put a tattoo." You mentioned it probably hurt like hell to get it yeah. done on the armpit. It's also going to look like shit because that skin. So like it's armpit skin. It's not like taut. You know what I mean? It's and like, anytime you want to show it off, you have to lift yeah, up your you gotta armpit. Be like, Check it out. <laughs> like who wants yeah. to do that? I don't know. It was odd. And, it, and to me, it really says it really like shows an air of confidence of like, I have a flower armpit, like sniff it. You got to know for sure that. It, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, things. It, not we're not into things I love, things I hated, but I hated that. Uh, hated that. Hated that tattoo. Um, Murphy does eventually, though, turn Connie into a vampire, and uh, mm-hmm. but and she is into it. Yes, yeah. and but yeah. here's something uh, we sh- we need to listen to here. Can no one talk with those fake teeth in? Well, I think here's the thing. It. G- 
when you your first day with fangs is like your first day with braces you got to teach yourself how to talk again you're gonna have it's gonna it's gonna get a little weird okay he's not the bastard you are (laughs) i laughed so so hard when he's not the bastard you are i was like just Oh my god! And you know that was the best take. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh yeah. shit, like, okay, enough. let's yeah. cut, Moving cut. on. Hold on." Well, there's <laughs> another great. great part when Billy Ryder oh. is just just has the fangs on, and it looks like he's holding them in with his bottom lip. Like he's got such a like weird expression mm-hmm. on his face that it looks like he's like if he moves his mouth, the fangs are going to fall out. They're going to fall right out of his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, so good. So funny. I did rewind. I think it's worth mentioning. And yes, again, we are not on things we love, things we hated, but those, those contacts when they're, when they were vampires and they had those white contacts with a black pinhole in it. Yeah. Those just, even through the grainy VHS copy that we watched, those look so painful and so thick. They look thick and painful Mm -hmm. and like blinding like when you when they were in it yeah. looked like you can't see very well when you have these in I would almost guarantee that Ooh. they you could not see very well. Oh. Yeah. Those look painful. Uh just to close this out, Connie and Bucky have a fight scene and it's it could be something I loved. It's amazing. It's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's like amazing. just choking. She slashes his face and yeah. it looks like he and his eyeball his, pops he, out. Yeah. yeah. And he dipped his face in like a bowl of marinara and mm-hmm. then he popped back up. Mm-hmm. And a white meatball stuck to his cheek. <laughs> and then it and, fixes itself. And then they, right. And then it just disappears. heals instantly. Yeah. And then they kind of wrestle a bit and then it's just over. It's just, it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's so great. There, I, I did not write down the name, but there is, there was a fight choreographer and I was like, I'm, was there? Uh, <laughs> turns out the real hero of the movie is Delbert that's Murphy's best friend and it gives us this glorious moment from Clue Gulliger he has a final moment that looks like he's they shot it like while well, the rest of the crew was wrapped and they just put the camera <laughs> just on him and they were like okay Clue all, <laughs> let, let's, let's listen to it it's gone it glory Glory, hallelujah. Amen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Clue, Clue, do you have five more minutes? Yeah. Do you have five more minutes? I know it's late. And we don't also, have anything scripted. We, we're just going to put, we're going to lock the camera off on you. We're just going to, we got, yes, we have nothing scripted. Make this mix, just be yeah. excited. And also know that, we can't get very loud. Yes. Yeah. You're it's got to be really quiet. Also, so your no, celebration has to be very, very muted. muted. Very muted. We're, yeah. We were only allowed to film until 1030. It's now 1045. So we're sneaking <laughs> this one in, um, which Guys, means also. Guys, we're so dangerous. Which also means you're not going to hear me say cut. So just keep going. <laughs> It is wow, an amazing thing. And but the audio on that one is at least better than the final moment. Uh, Delbert's been the big hero. He's taking out P- Patricia Morrison. People are turning back to normal. So here's our final moment with Murphy and Connie. 
don't be up too late. Uh, don't wait up too late. Good night. What? Yeah. Wait, what happened? What? Wait, wait, wait what? what was that? What? Wait, what is happening? Yeah, they the do... music is so loud you can't hear what he's saying. That's the ending moment of the film. Mm-hmm. He's trying to say, hey, we're going to go out. Don't wait up for us. You can't hear any of it. Nothing. You can't hear any of it. And then all of a sudden you have like the sound of a, of a sitcom music starting. Right. Yeah. What? <laughs> and it's just like, that was fun, right, everyone? That's what the music seems to suggest. Yeah. And at the end of all of that, I'm a vampire, I've eaten a deer, I've turned a classmate and a potential love interest into a vampire. At the end of it, let's just finish the date. Like, um, does anybody want to make sure, A, that Richie's okay, B, that... Well, Richie did reunite with the mom. She, he, but they haven't seen... Did they, have they seen... Yeah, they did. Yeah, they Richie did. Richie runs... Okay, yeah, he the runs janitor, to, Oh, that's right. He uh, runs to guy, the mom. He, he turns back to normal. He brings the, the right. kid back. Okay. He brings the kid. The mom has just been sitting on the front porch. But again, going, to my point, he, he does bring the kid back. But like the dad, the other sheriff, sure. the football coach, right. everybody else is inside the haunted house. Right. So they don't know. They are trapped in there forever. Richie. <laughs> That's yeah, my really. only guess. Really. They're, they've seen too much in that oh, haunted house. And gosh. there's no way that sadistic mom is going to let her go. All right. It's time. Let's get into it. Things we loved and things we hated. <laughs> That's right. We're going to talk about the things we loved and the things we hated. Vamp style. Teen vamp style. Mark, what's what did you love? Something I loved is Detective Coach. Because yes. Yes. Put, on, put on a fedora Detective Coach. and everyone knows that you fucking mean business. Yep. But don't take that necklace whistle off because a football game could break out at any moment. At and any you moment. Jump in and be a coach again. That's, so, that's going to be my new look is just a full sweats <laughs> outfit with a fedora. <laughs> and, and a whistle. And a, and a whistle, whistle on a and necklace. A whistle. Yeah, that's all you need. Like so many men did in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Erica, what's something you loved? Uh, I loved um, I loved the mom just, just doing her best with what she had. She's mm-hmm. got the catatonic husband, no problem. We'll just make him some soup and coffee and just take care of him. Oh, my son's a, my son's a vampire. Well, I don't have any garlic, so I'll just put onions out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> she was just hilarious, but not funny. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great yeah, yeah, way yeah. to put it. That is a perfect way yeah. to put it. Yep. It, it just, I mean, both moms, really. Also, <laughs> Connie's mom, who takes terrible care of richie yeah yes yeah. <laughs> kisses her daughter's boyfriend slash love interest i mean it's it, the moms in this it's well that one that moment again that's supposed to be a hilarious moment yeah and it's yeah. like just like confusing it's not it's, it is a hilarious moment it's just not funny <laughs> right, yeah. right exactly yeah. so yeah yeah there's a lot also, of scenes like that in this movie yes there <clears throat> are i also really loved the graffiti that was inside the haunted oh, house yeah because it was just like names or it would be like uh jody sucks was i think one of them which mm-hmm. i'm like who's jody who in the hell's jody <laughs> one of them was um it was one kind of, the- of like a face like a 
a smiley face circle head and then it was like two heads are better than one yeah which i guess was a reference back to the murders that had taken place in the haunted house but just the yeah was it from the kids i guess was their mom named jody because i would if i was those kids i would definitely think jody sucked if that's the mom's name i thought it also said stop ed Yes, stop like, ED. Erectile dysfunction? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, was yeah, hilarious. we should stop. Let's put an end to we it. We should. But <laughs> I don't, I just feel like, well, I guess a lot of people are fucking in that house. So that, okay. The, this, this movie was, like, was ahead of the game. This yeah. movie was a, <laughs> we should go back. What's this movie about? It's about stopping erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> because if you watch this movie, you will. <laughs> <laughs> you will get very hard. <laughs> I couldn't even, couldn't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> uh, something I loved. There's a scene when Connie, her, she freaks out on her parents, and her parents are like, it all becomes clear later, but I, I guess, I suppose. Her dad's like, you haven't touched your food. And she just slams on the table. Yeah. And right, she's like, right. there! And stands up and walks away. And I'm, but it, it it is unjustified as a moment. It doesn't make any sense. I was like, what is she upset about? Why does she freak out? And so, again, it was hilarious, but not funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's switch to things we hated. Mark, what did you hate? I could okay this I could go on for a long time because the continuity issues of like the 80s mixing with the 50s kind of drove me nuts. We touched on some of these like the leather jacket that's a plastic that's a pleather jacket but it yeah. also has an elastic yeah. bottom waistband which you yep. wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh the football equipment is not from the 1950s. There <laughs> yep. are guys yep. with like like spandex jockey shorts walking around the gym, mm-hmm. not from the 1950s. We talked about the hairstyles. What about that bare that, butt? Was that from the 50s? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that, felt, that felt very 50s. That, I don't know. That he had a, had a really like, pronounced tan line. I don't know. Was that from the 50s? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You, I don't yeah, know. I think so. I think so. But you also had, on the motel, you had single-pane aluminum windows. Uh, for the on for the windows of the of the motel, I was like, nope, that is not from the 1950s either. Uh, How about I, the cars? Me, the cars were were pretty accurate. I didn't do a full lookup, but they you know okay. I, they they looked pretty accurate. It's not saying when in the 50s this was like what year, right? So I did do a lookup on the Harley that they pan over at the moon at the moon tower uh, uh, bonfire, and that was the the te- the tachometer that they show is from like a nineteen. 1930s to 1950s tachometer that they sold on Harley's. So I was like, well, okay, they got something there. The stake to the stomach, I was like, I I don't think you recover from that just because you're not a vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that drove me nuts. But here's the thing that I really hated. I hated. Okay, okay. When you hit a six point buck, there will be damage to your car. Yeah, and there was no damage <laughs> to At that car. At the very car. least, there should be blood on the car. There was a nope. little bit of blood, but I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, your I didn't front see any end blood. of your car is going to be fucked up. Erica, what's something you hated? I have already meant, lightly mentioned it, but I really hated those contacts. Yeah, they yeah. just mm-hmm. looked. They don't look great for one, and. They just look painful. Like everyone, when when they have them on, each actor that has them on, it looks like they cannot see. Yeah. 
Especially yeah, totally. when he has them on and he kind of turns for a second in front of his mom and then he walks out of the room. He walks very slowly because, you know, he's like, there's a chair in here and I'm almost to the door. Like, it just looks right. dangerous and it doesn't look great. So I didn't love that. And I and I don't love their weird vampire rules of like he can mm-hmm. be out during the day, but mm-hmm. he's just going to be tired. Or sometimes he is at home sleeping all day. And then one time he's sleeping in class. Yeah, yeah. Teleport- can be out oh, yeah. during the day. Yeah, yeah it's weird. The, the teleport thing was weird. It was weird that he could still sort of like, I don't recall him eating anything, but that he was just okay without blood and didn't really have a blood thirst. Right, but, yeah, you right, know, right. He spits, it, he drinks some water at one point, does spit that out. So I'm like, okay, so he can't eat, but that may, that tracks. It but just, then he it demands just, coffee from his mom. Right. Like it's a He's very, like, my stomach's killing me. I just want coffee. I'm yeah. like, well, that'll help. Like in any scenario. It just seemed like Mm -hmm. the only thing, and I think you said this at the very beginning, Ryan, the only thing that changed was when he became a vampire, when he became a vampire, he became an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) That's the biggest change. That that was it. So that's just, that's what I hated about it. And there's not, is there not, I don't think there's a scene where the, where two vampires are together and they have the contacts, which makes me think, did they have one set of contacts for everyone in the movie? <clears throat> which means everybody put the same contacts in their eyeballs. Hopefully they cleaned uh, them in between. <clears throat> maybe when Bucky and Connie have the fight, are they both I don't think they both them? have. But they con- never show a wide shot where I don't you think, see them both. I don't, yeah. I don't uh, think. But even yeah, if they know. did, the VHS tape wouldn't reveal that to you. Yeah. That's right. So. That's true. That's right. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Stay away from me, you bastard. He's not the bastard you are. <laughs> just a vampire it's me calling him just a big old vampire <laughs> that, that clip is, oh. is gonna go down that one's gonna be a classic if i would recommend the movie i would say just start 20 minutes in yeah. and watch to sure. the end sure you can skip, skip around on the youtube first 20 around. minutes and go for it he's not the bastard you are <laughs> Yeah, the score. Oh, the oh. score on this is terrible. I, but I mean, I, you know, and I already said it. I hate the uh, ta- the armpit tattoo. Uh, let's go on to favorite scene. Uh, Mark, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene, which we've already talked about, is the scene when he goes to to pick her up and seduces the mom, and I, I love it because he comes in first of all. He's entering the house. He knocks. He enters the house from a door that's obviously to an interior part of the house. It's not right. an exterior door. Yes. And they do. And you're like, where is he coming in from? The kitchen? Uh, why, why? <laughs> right. Also, he does he not have in to be house. invited in? Does that vampire right. lord not? not? Yeah. That law doesn't exist. Yeah. But he then, you know, the first thing he does is they they've been working on a house of cards on the coffee table, and he smashes that down because yeah, yeah. That, I'm, I'm a badass i'm gonna smash that thing he puts the cigarette into richie's mouth backwards i mean yep. listen if you're gonna give a kid a cigarette at least show him how to do it right yeah. um and, and, and the fact that in the end he's still like sure i'll be home at 10 30 yeah no problem. yeah so yeah. it's like yeah. he's a badass but understands boundaries and i, I was like <laughs> this scene is hilarious not funny hilarious in so many ways yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yep Erica, your favorite scene. I have two favorite scenes. Ooh. I can't pick a favorite. It okay. just it's too hard. The first one is very quick, but it is when Connie takes Murphy 
to Hillary house and she goes in and she lights it's dark in there and she mm-hmm. lights a candle yep. and someone very obviously just pulls a cover away from a light because <laughs> it's just suddenly a very bright light on them. And for a split second, you see someone's like shadow as they're pulling yep. it away. You yep. see the outline of a person <laughs> pulling it away. Mm-hmm. I just, I, was cracking up it's so hilarious and it's just such it's just so great second favorite scene also takes place in hillary house when they go to the attic to the place of the murders and connie says if you look really hard you can see and so Murphy looks and then really quickly there's like just a really quick shot of like two little children laying in a bed mm-hmm, and a mom mm-hmm. like lifting an axe over them. Yep. <laughs> and I turned to Ryan and I was like, I guess he looked really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I also had seen it before you, so I was like just I I I just kind of kind of touched your shoulder because I just wanted to prepare you that something amazing was about to happen, which is the fact that he does see the mom and the twins, the twins who then follow later, follow the janitor around. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Who then one of the police deputies comes up and he also looks too hard and he sees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He this sees whole him too. thing. Is it comedic? Is it like, it's this weird element that does not need to be in the movie. No, there's no need for this thing. No. Either then they thought it was funny or weird. And also, it's something that I'm like, that's a weird movie I might like to see. Hillary <laughs> House. Totally. Like, let's, Hillary, let's go to Hillary House. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that film. Yeah. Just People call going it... into the house and then looking too hard or looking hard enough and then seeing, yeah. just seeing ghosts appear. There we like, go. Let's do it. Let's do Hillary House. Let's make I'm it. Into and, it. And that was something I, that I loved and hated. Because... Seeing like that subplot and the ghosts and the girls going around, I hated it because we could have used this movie for August. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh teaser, everybody! Shoot. But I loved it because I don't have to fucking watch this again in August. Or do we do a revisit? <laughs> Just no. months later. How are we no. feeling about it? <laughs> or do we do a dramatic reading of it, you bastard? <laughs> Dibs on Connie. <laughs> I call Connie. Like Mark and I were going to go, oh, damn, like, we're all damn it. Dibs on Connie and Dibs on Bucky Rider butt scene. <laughs> Just want my lily white ass on the screen. Oh, you just lean against the wall <laughs> forever. We just, we just have to put hair all over it, all over it. To, yeah, you know, that's to right. Because be it's hairless. Thank you, Mark. Yes, it is hairless. It's perfect and hairless. Um, my favorite scene is when Clue attempts the exorcism. Oh, yes. He yes. goes into some sort of like fit. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't make eye contact with anyone. He can't stand in place. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus Christ Almighty, Satan, Satan, who be God, I command you, demon. I command you, demon. In the name of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, brother, amen. I say amen. Heal, heal, oh, baby, who be gone, brother. Holy 
wild Mm -hmm. and it's again supposed to be a big comedic moment and i just think nobody knew they just thought it would be funny oh just try to do a big wild exorcism and that'll be funny and yeah hilarious but not funny and um (laughs) is the theme for the whole episode that's the shirt that's the shirt and uh hilarious but not funny with a with a two with a bite with like on some drips of blood (laughs) (laughs) hilarious but not funny yeah yeah i mean that scene is just it's something else um all right let's get into final questions here's our final questions for teen vamp um whenever this takes place did they just whether it's the 50s or the 80s who knows were condoms just sold loose back then? Ooh, out of the packet? Is that what makes him different? Yeah. That he just carries a loose unwrapped condom Because he wears, he picks up, he says, oh, I brought this just in case he and Connie hook up and go on a date. And the, and the, and the thing that his buddy makes fun of him for is the fact that he brought it, not the fact that it's out of a wrapper. Yeah. Right. Right. That he just, isn't like, wait, why is it out of the yeah, wrapper? Why is it just yeah. sitting in your pocket, dude? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Um, I wasn't around in the fifties, or well, for, neither were we. So I don't know. Mark yeah, and I, my Lord. Yeah, we're not that old. Jesus. I think. I think that he was. He was all. He was keeping his options open. One of the most realistic scenes to me uh, is the fact that when Murphy is selling uh, sodas, he like sips from them all. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I bet people did that all the time. Yeah. All, the time. People, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. People in the 1950s. I don't have a question. I don't have a question. I don't have a, I don't have a question there. People. Maybe the people question the is, if you were selling sodas, would you? Take yeah, would soap? you do it? Would you do it? If it was Coke Zero, yeah. <laughs> Mark, would you do it? You would only do it if it's a Pepsi product, right? <laughs> I don't know Sip what you're talking caps. about. Woo! <laughs> 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 As he drinks a zero sugar this is a cherry Pepsi, Pepsi zero. Yeah. That's delightful. Oh, God. Gross, Mark. Ugh. As you're just slightly older than me, I guess my taste buds die in a couple years. <laughs> I guess that's what's in front of me. Um, <laughs> how did Murphy even attempt to jack off in class? <laughs> Is it just hands through the pockets or was it just dick straight out? Was it just... I think it's over the pants, just too long of a scratch. Uh, a rub of a rub. Yeah, like yeah. a scratch would be like, but I think it was like a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sound effect no, only that, slightly worse I, I, than I, Teen Vamp. Very clear. Very effects. clear. It's all very clear. Now. Yeah. Mark, do you have an answer? No. I don't. No, I can't answer that any okay. better than Erica did. Then that's. <laughs> Follow-up question. Is it better to be known as the guy who picks his boogers or the guy that jerks off in class? I think jerks off in class guy. You know, yeah, really sets you apart. Anybody can pick a booger, but boy, oh boy. Yeah. It takes somebody special to just... Because his... Picks his, his, bo- picks his boogers and eats them. 
Right. You have to clarify. But is that, sorry, picks his boogers and eats them worse than the guy who jacks off in class? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Boogers is worse. I think jacking off in class, I mean, it sets you apart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because in that legendary. scene, mm-hmm. Murphy gets a win. What's, what did you just say? What? He said legendary. <laughs> so you you think the loser is the guy who picks his nose? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah, people are going to make fun of you for jacking off in class at first, but then it becomes a, when when you go to the high school reunion, everyone's going to be high fiving you for that moment. Right. The pig and boogers thing, they're going to be like, oh, don't touch that guy. Yeah. They're going to okay. be like, no manners. But the guy who jacked off in class, <laughs> fucking big ass manners. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the bastard you are. <laughs> God, this is going to come in handy. <sighs> um, We've answered these. Uh, Oh, could the football coach have maybe waited until Bucky put some clothes on before having a meeting with him in his office? Or <laughs> nope. is it no. customary to talk to students wearing nothing but a towel? <laughs> I mean, right. he rushed He's... in there into the shower with a group of dudes, including a cop with a billy club. Yeah. Somebody holding a syringe of... Uh, who was that something? guy? I don't know, what that were they going to do? He did not seem like a medical professional, but he had a syringe of, I don't know. And he tranks? got the syringe like near the butt and then we just did nothing. Nothing ever happened. No, he gave it to him. Oh, did yeah. he? Yeah. Because, yeah, he, he was, he was passed out for a little bit. that's what makes yeah. him pass out oh, right after okay. he bites. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Bites yeah. the other guys. I, I was looking at the, the coach so much. I got lost. <laughs> you were. I got lost in that butt. You were lost in that butt. I was. I, he walked in me. as a coach, but he left as a detective. And a detective would not <laughs> clothe the student. That's, that's the. Right. Uh, that's part of the the Haunted Hill, Hill House, Hillary House. That's a part. Hillary House. <laughs> this, listen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you bastard. <laughs> Detective Coach is oh, a God. crucial character in the yeah. Hillary House haunted yes. story. Yeah. That is the the House, House, that's how you do the, it. That's yeah. how it's a, that's all a sequel. Yeah. He has to like coach them through the championship game and solve the murder. So much to do. Yeah. Uh, um speaking of Hillary House. What do you think the graffiti 55 is still alive is all about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it was, uh, that was part of the national campaign for everyone to drive 55 on the freeways. Oh, 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 really? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That was actually 55 stay alive. Okay. Uh, Okay. I thought it was about like the mom kind of painting something like, Hey man, I still got it. I mean, I may be 55, but that doesn't, you know, I'm still alive. I'm still with it. <laughs> I thought if anything, it was like a number for a jersey. Like, I don't know. Like one of the football players is like 55, still alive. I love that you thought it was the mom being like, I'm still hip and cool. I cut my daughter's heads off. Yeah. I mean, you know. Got a lot more time on my hands out that my daughters are beheaded. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm still with it, and my daughters are dead. <laughs> I don't have so. those. You don't have to worry about the kids. <laughs> nope. I took care of that. 
Uh, we sort of touch on this, but to close out, um, everyone's still a vampire because they only stab the vampires in the belly, right? Like, <laughs> we've solved nothing, correct? Well, they killed Patricia Morrison. She started it, so that's how everyone reverts back. But two of the people, Bucky and Connie, are going to die from... Well, even... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Murph and, Murph and Connie are going to die because of they've had internal injuries to their stomach and so when area. they say don't wait up what they're saying is like we're gonna go out and bleed out somewhere so don't stay up we're <laughs> going to the hospital <laughs> well i don't know you can't hear what they're saying so you i don't can't know hear where it. they're Who going knows? we right. don't know it's just a it'll linger as a question all right quick quick bit of research there's almost nothing about this movie <laughs> why would there be no one's ever heard of it i can't believe we found out about it all right this was shot in Shreveport, Louisiana, and Bossier City, Louisiana, which is where Parkway High School is located, which is where they shot the high school scenes. Oh. Also from Shreveport is Karen Carlson, Murphy's mom, because I was wondering how on earth did they get Karen Carlson and, and Clue Gulliger in this movie? Well, uh, Karen... Carlson said in an interview with the Shreveport Times from 1972, this is at a time when she's about to appear in The Candidate with Robert Redford. And she basically starts talking about roles that she wants, and she's having difficulty finding some of the roles. She said, um, the roles the roles I'll get will be dumb blondes, naive kids, a quote-unquote bitch. I'll just have to wait for age. I'm interested in playing fascinating women. Queens, Eleanor Roosevelt, Zelda Fitzgerald, women who's, who've had outstanding lives. Mrs. Gilcrease. <laughs> <laughs> That's 1972. But in another article or another interview uh, from 1987 in the Shreveport Times, it mentions that Carlson, uh, after having already appeared in several episodes of Dallas... She was still considering moving back to Louisiana. And she was looking to do that. And I have to assume that she did. Because then she appears in this. Mm -hmm. And then she does about 12 episodes of In the Heat of the Night, the TV series. Which at that point was being shot, I think, in Covington, Georgia. So she's not too far from that. And she does that for like, she appears in various episodes for over like three seasons of that show. And then she does Where the Red Fern Grows Part 2. So I have to think that she kind of settled back in there. And that's why she was in this movie, because she happened to be in that area. As for Clue Gulliger, he also found himself in this part of the country. And an article actually found on Gulliger.com. It says Ooh. that Clue moved himself and his family to Tulsa, Oklahoma in the summer of 1988. Uh, after he'd appeared in I'm Gonna Get You Sucka and Tapeheads. Mm-hmm. And mm. it says uh, the plan... Took that Tapeheads money and took <laughs> off to... That's right. Mexico. That's right. And it basically says that he like, you know, was just getting paychecks basically by um, appearing as the priest in this movie. It mentions Teen Vamp and said mm -hmm. he was just collecting. He, he paid bills by playing a reverend in Teen Vamp. Hmm. But they were actually out there and they were planning to make an entire movie. Their whole family actually call. It was actually called fucking Tulsa. And his, huh. you know, his son John uh, directed the Feast films, mm -hmm. uh, which actually co-starred Clue's other son Tom, who was in I think the the sequels, 
and and John Gulliger's uh, wife is in the Feast films as well. So Clue had actually written the script for fucking Tulsa, and what was planned was quote the cruelest film ever made, and they started oh. directing it in East Tulsa. And they raised like $35,000 off their pensions and social security checks and private investors. And they were like, we're going to go make this movie. They end up shooting over three years. They shoot about 20 minutes of footage. And they attempt to like go raise more money to shoot this film. They go to New York, try to find fundraisers. Nobody's interested in it. They're like, this is grisly and this is rough. They don't want to do it. There's no takers. So they end up actually a family ends up moving back to LA in 1997. Wow. So for this period of time, that's when he happened to be in that part of the country. And that's how he's in there. He's just paying the bills doing this. He also does. He appears in the horror anthology, The Willies. And he just does a bunch of odd jobs there just to make money and keep things going probably for them as the fam and as a family. So I'm bummed that instead of naming the boys Tom and John, he didn't name them Stu and Drew. <laughs> Stu and Drew and Clue. <laughs> and that's it that's our episode of teen vamp part of vampral if you were if you listen to this episode and you went man i was really hoping they were going to talk about vamp that's what we're going to talk about next week don't you worry <laughs> stick around we'll talk about vamp <laughs> in the meantime Rate and review us if you can. That would be really terrific. It's easy to do if you listen to this on Spotify. You can also listen to all of our episodes on our website, newworldpicturespodcast.com. Go check that website out. You can buy our T-shirts. Apparently, we're going to have hilarious but not funny. That'll be up there soon. (laughs) It's really the podcast in a nutshell. Speak for yourself, you bastard. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to this. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're still here, but thank you so much for all you that are. And we'll see you next time with the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody.